You're listening to Being Jim Davis. Cats aren't supposed to eat lasagna. My my name is Christopher Winter. <laughs> it's true. It's a true fact. It's a, yeah. My name is Christopher a, Winter. It's a false fact. And I am Jim Davis. My name is John Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. John, today is Sunday, August 9, 1981. Today we are reading the 1148th ever Garfield. John, what happens in today's star-studded Garfield Spectacular? Chris, I'm going to... I'm going to disagree with none of that. I think that was an expertly handled thing that you said. Thank you. And I don't disagree with it. And and I'm just mentioning that uh, in the Garfield that you're talking about. Right. The joke is twice as long as usual. But because it's Sunday. No, sorry. The joke (laughs) is twice as long as usual because it's Sunday. Joke's on you, listener. That's the joke. <laughs> I stand by that I had a one. I'm in trouble with that one, but I'm not going to do it again. I stand by that one. Listener, that you're familiar with part. Sunday pan- you're familiar with Sunday strips and you know that they usually have a lot of panels and this time you're wrong. Yeah, today's strip out the wazoo. Yeah. Today's strip has two prelusionary panels which will not be discussed other than to state that prelusionary panel number 1 it's pretty colorful, and I think the colorist did a good job. Has yeah, you feel you're with me there, John. Wait, prelusionary panel one. Yeah, one I think prelusionary the, panel one. Title in it. Yeah, I think it's pretty colorful, and I think the colorist did a nice job. There's I'd have an, to compare it to like the other hundred of these that we've seen. I mean, just compare it to the Garfield in your heart. I think this is a good one. Yeah, I think it looks good. Yeah, those stars look like uh, Lucky Charms. Yeah, I feel like they they should be commended for this one. This is yeah. a great one. Anywho, you got four okay. narrative panels. That was fun. Narrative panels one and three are regular size. Narrative panels two and four are extra wide. <laughs> um, yep. Panel one features John Arbuckle. But is it regular old John Arbuckle in his usual blue shirt? No, it is not. This is suave, smooth, suit-wearing John Arbuckle. He's got a blue suit and a white shirt and a red and white striped necktie. John, would you say there are white stripes on that necktie? Yes. That is a power tie. That is a power tie. Absolutely. I'm just feeling the power power ebbing. It's like emanating from that tie. I'm inti- I'm intimidated personally, John, by the machismo mm-hmm. that is radiating outwards from panel one. Yeah. Um, yeah, his... it makes me feel insecure in my sexuality, Chris. Absolutely, you and me both. You and me both. <laughs> um. Uh, okay. Yeah, and usually we're very secure, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Usually, oh, yeah. Usually. Um, he's also holding a pan of something. Uh, what is it? It's probably lasagna. I haven't read ahead, but I'm betting, betting it's could be, lasagna. Could be brownies. Yeah. I think it's a plate of brownies, actually. Uh, oh, no. Okay. No, he's no, no. saying. I just, read, I just read more of it. Okay. okay. He's saying, here it comes, comma, folks. Who are the folks? We don't know. 
We're just in panel one. We only see yeah, John Arbuckle. That's, a, that's an odd way for, for John Arbuckle to address his cat. Yeah. Whom I, I assume will be the feature. Probably the, the only the person subject here. subject of the next panel. Yeah. yeah. Tell me about panel two, John. Whew. What is what isn't happening in panel two? Panel two is just, I mean, whew, it's just, man. Okay. So John is hosting a dinner party. Yeah. That's the, it. The guests at that party, Liz the Veterinarian, played by Winona Ryder, Lyman. <laughs> did we decide that? N- I just did, just now. I think it works, though. Like you, contemporary Winona Ryder? Yeah, like 1990s Winona Ryder. <laughs> oh, you think? I think, it, I, think, I, think, I think 2019 Winona Ryder could knock it out of the park. Okay, she can do it, too. We'll get both of them. Yeah, they could. Yeah, it'd be a buddy buddy feature. Yeah. Okay. Lyman. Who else is there? So okay, Lyman, played by. Mm-hmm. Did we decide on an actor for Lyman? Is it Gene Wilder? Uh, <laughs> I don't know, but I like that. Or did we think that John Arbuckle? Wait, 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 wait. Did we decide that? I think we decided that Gene Wilder plays Garfield. <laughs> is that correct? <laughs> I think we did. Yeah. I think we. Maybe, okay, yeah, I'm not sure Lyman who plays is, Lyman. Is Lyman is maybe Gene Hackman? Oh, I'm, look, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna run this by you. Okay. N- Jimmy Durante. No. No, Jimmy Durante plays Garfield's grandfather. Yeah. Um, even though they have a similar voice. Cool. I'm not sure. Okay, we'll have to come back to Lyman. I don't think we've decided who plays Lyman. Okay. All right. So we'll we'll, we'll continue with the lineup of guests at this dinner party. Yeah. Uh, at, guest number three question mark yeah mystery woman new character yeah. are we new character do, editor, yeah, yeah. do you think we're meant to do you think we're meant to take this woman as lyman's date i because you've yeah, kind of got a so. like john okay, arbuckle let, let's, liz let's finish out okay the, yeah okay, yeah yeah so, yeah, so yeah good point good point the new woman John's by parents, the way right? has short red hair Oh, yeah, yeah, the, the, the final two, yeah. Yeah, John's parents, uh, played by Margot Martindale, and did <laughs> we decide right. on... Peter Boyle. Ed, I was going to say Ed Asner. <laughs> they're, both, they're both good choices. <laughs> I, you know, I, um, resist, I, resist, I resisted Peter Boyle for a long time, but I think I might give it to you. I think... I really, I think Peter, I think Peter Boyle. I'm keen keen to hear other suggestions. Well, I mean, I just workshopped Ed Asner. Um, Yeah, that's true. He did do that. Okay. All right. I think Peter Peter Boyle would do a good job of playing John's dad. John, can we describe the character's outfits? Because there's some, there's some interesting choices here. (laughs) John Arbuckle is wearing his power suit with his power tie. Liz is wearing a purple turtleneck. Yeah. That's interesting. For her. Yeah. The turtlenecks are usually Lyman's business. Yeah. Lyman is not wearing a purple turtleneck. Isn't she, doesn't she usually wear all black? Too? She usually does. Yeah. She usually yeah. wears all black. Well, I mean, she wears a white coat when she's working. Yeah. And she's wearing red lipstick. Usually her lipstick is black. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Lyman's wearing kind of a darker blue suit with a turquoise tie necktie yep um that's it's actually the color of john's normal shirt it is 
the which is oh, and we didn't mention this before, but Odie's at the end of the table. Oh yeah, and he's wearing a, a bib. Yeah, which nice. I think it's also that same sh- that same blue. Yeah, I think it is. I think it is. Uh, yeah. The mystery woman is wearing I, I don't know, kind of standard sleeveless dress. I'm guessing. Um, I, I think I I I'm thinking it's like a tank top. There's no way she's coming to this dinner party in a tank top, John. This is clearly a formal dinner party. Yeah, that's that. Maybe that's the source of the conflict. <laughs> I think I think I think Lyman brought his date to the dinner party without telling her that it was formal. Uh, well, I mean, we have yet to know what the conflict is about. We're only in panel two. We're still really in the setup. Well, I, I yeah. Yeah. This is the subtext. Yes. Yeah. John's <laughs> mother going to be right there mm-hmm. on the surface. John's mother is dressed I would say the same way John's mother is always dressed. Yep. But his dad is wearing a burgundy jacket, a tuxedo shirt, and a blue and green polka dot necktie. It's a tuxedo shirt. It's ruffly. Zoom in there. It's ruffly. That is a I tuxedo can't, shirt. Can't. How do you zoom in on this? Well, I'm I'm looking at the check version. Oh, okay. Actually, now that I zoom in a lot, it's probably not ruffly. Okay, I thought it was a tuxedo shirt. I I may stand corrected. Anyway, yeah, I think I think he's. I think this is maybe the one like jacket that he owns. Yeah, this is like his wedding outfit. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, he's a farmer. The guy's a farmer. You know, he's got he's got this one suit. Yeah, he's 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 just a simple farmer. He's just a simple farmer played by Ed Asner or Peter Boyle or yeah or somebody else. I really feel like Ed Asner could knock it out of the park. Ed Peter Harris, Boyle maybe. could do well too, though. They're what both they're Ed both Harris? great choices. Sorry, Ed Harris. Yeah, yeah, Ed Harris. Why not Richard Dreyfus? <laughs> Richard Dreyfus just plays all the characters. <laughs> Every role is Richard. in different costumes. Yeah, different I, animal costumes. So his head oh, is always oh. obs- you can't see him. I think we're agreed uh, that Richard Dreyfus yeah. plays Odie. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Definitely. Definitely Odie. Okay. Gene Wilder yeah, um, plays Garfield. Richard Dreyfus plays Odie. John is, is the, yet to be cast. How is the table set, Chris? John, every character, except for Odie, <laughs> has a plate, a wine goblet, an empty plate, an empty wine goblet, no silverware or napkins whatsoever. <laughs> Yeah, and and I want to zero down on on the uh, the wine glasses because mm-hmm. they're like they're not uh, they're not they're not typical wine glasses. They mm-hmm. they look like wine glasses from the thirties. Mm, yeah, I I mean that's why I'm calling them goblets. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes, you did you did do that. Yeah, no, but, but I commend I, you on it. Yeah, or they're almost like uh like what are the wide is that like a martini glass where it's real wide. No, they're not, not very like that, deep because they're 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 they're, uh, they're, they're rounded down domes. Yeah, like, martini uh, martini glass is more of a they're cone. more conical. Yeah, yeah. Um, the canonical martini glass. Well, I mean, this is the early 1980s, so you know. I think it's also worth noting, John, mm. that these characters are seated Last Supper style, all lined up against one side of the table with no one on the other side. <laughs> Yeah, although we are kind of assuming that, you know, mm. I mean, who's to say there isn't like another row of people on on the near side? Oh, uh, off screen. I feel yeah. like okay, that's possible. Or maybe we are. Maybe we. Maybe we're at <gasps> this. Dinner. Maybe it's us. We're having dinner at John Arbuckle's house. <laughs> it, okay, in the action. Yeah, that's possible. Though I would you say think there's a 
do you think there's a bomb underneath the table? Probably, but we can't see it. The audience can see it. Right. Um, oh, right. Because we're not the audience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're at the... Well, because if there were... If there were other people seated at the table, like on the other side, and yeah. they were just sort of cut off by the the lower edge of the panel, I feel like we'd still see the backs of their heads or their plates. Backs of their heads? Yeah. Or, like, the backs? table would just have to be really wide. Oh, oh, oh. No, I'm saying we're in front. I'm saying they're behind us. Oh, I see. Oh, the camera's like in the middle of the table. <laughs> yes. That's cool. I like that. I like that, or I like this being our POV as a. Yeah, we're like the way. guest of honor. We've got a whole side of the table to ourselves. Oh. Can we speculate a little bit about the identity of this mystery woman? Sure. She has, I think it's worth noting, she has bright red hair. Like it's, it's mm-hmm. not like, you know, when someone has red hair, naturally red, and it's really kind of orangey brown. This woman has crimson hair. Yeah, it doesn't look dyed, though. No. It looks, yeah. No, I think it's her natural hair. She's just, she's probably very evil. She might be, you know, a minion of the Dark Lord Beelzebub. And she, her hair is, her head is literally fire, on fire. She looks like someone that would be dating Lyman. She does. That makes any sense. She does. Do you think she's just a metaphor for addiction? <laughs> <laughs> Whose metaphor, Chris? I mean, Jim Davis's, I guess. But this is quite Probably, a tableau. I would say not in this particular strip, since mm-hmm. that he doesn't really raise the subject of Lyman's drug addiction. Uh huh. Speaking of uh, metaphors for drug addiction, John. Speaking yeah. of metaphors for drug addiction, John Arbuckle. Very nearly has a monkey on his back. But it's not a monkey. It's Garfield. Oh, good eye. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, did you not spot, not spot you that? Spotted, you spotted the Garfield. <laughs> it's, it's, well, we found ding, Garfield. Ding, ding, I guess ding, we ding, can ding. go. Ah! Um, everyone, everyone, on this, everyone on this panel is very excited and happy. Garfield is thrilled. He's looking at the lasagna. John Arbuckle's got his eyes closed and is smiling. Liz is over the moon. The other four human characters seem basically happy, and Odie is is thrilled as always, slobbering. Yeah. Does this seem like enough food for this many people? No, it does not, John. No, it does not. Also, this is just a historical note. Would you say this is the Garfield panel with the most characters in it thus far? In Garfield history, um, there are eight characters in this panel. It can't be. No, I think maybe uh, the the cat show one wasn't there. Like a whole row of oh, cats. Oh yeah, there could have been. There were like there were like a dozen cats or more. Were there a dozen? Yeah, but no, I, I think, think so. you're right. There probably have been char- have been uh, panels with more but cats. That's cats. If you want to go, if you want to say most humans in a single panel. That's yeah, I mean, it cuts us down to just six because that cuts out yeah. Garfield and Odie. But yeah, that's true. It's a lot of it's a lot of characters anyway. Eh, and it's weird to me. It's weird to me. Crowd shots? We don't. We've never seen a crowd shot. Jim Davis is way too lousy, lazy to draw a crowd shot. (laughs) It's weird to me that um, this mystery redhead woman is right there in the middle because, like, every other character is known to us. It is odd. I think. I think you just felt like it needed one more person. If it were just a group. 
He could have put Irma in the there. Parents. Why not Irma? Well, because because Liz is there, Chris. You don't you don't you don't want there to be a love triangle, do you? I mean, I would be a great way to provide interest and drama. You raise an interesting point. <laughs> yesterday, John Arbuckle was That's totally not really what Garfield is about. Yesterday, John Arbuckle was totally hitting on Irma the waitress, and today, I mean, judging from the seating, Liz seems to be his date at this dinner. Yeah, I think he's I think he's moonlighting. Yeah, God, and he's invite like this dinner. You know, when you think about it, it's John's parents and his best friend Lyman and Lyman's date, and then Liz, the veterinarian. Like, you know what? I like to think of this as 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 Lyman bringing his date to meet John's parents. I do, yeah, I like to think of it that way as well. Yeah, um, I think it, they're definitely meeting for the first time. But this does this seems like a real step forward for John and Liz in their horrible, weird relationship. Right? <laughs> like, Liz, yeah. is me- Liz is literally meeting John's parents. If she hasn't met them already. We don't know, yeah. we don't know what happens. You know. Well, they're probably both meeting. Yeah. Wow. In panel three, the mysterious red-headed woman says, one of you will betray me before the cock crows three times. No, wait. Before the cock crows, you'll be, you'll betray. You know, yeah, you know, basically she's Jesus, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. It looks like the Last Supper. Silver, That'd be funny. Yeah, yeah. Really looks like the Last Supper. It does. And it if does, it is, though, like she is in John the Jesus the position. Middle, no, no, this woman is the Jesus. Oh, no, I don't think so. I, you know what? I bet it's Lyman who betrays her. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Lyman is definitely the Judas in this situation, in this dinner party. Yeah, you would just have to offer yeah. Lyman like fifteen dollars. It's probably probably. <laughs> Lyman's probably the one that tells everybody that Garfield got into the lasagna. Mm. Oh, well, you know. spoiler alert, panel three, which oh, is another Garfield small panel. Yeah, all we see, like, we, we're table is cut off, so we see John Arbuckle, Liz, and Lyman. You know, just mm-hmm. that section of the table. Mm-hmm. Um, Lyman's plate and goblet, and all the plates <laughs> have disappeared, the plates and goblets. <laughs> The lasagna. Actually, wait, 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 cut, cut back to panel two. Liz doesn't have a plate. Liz, yeah, Liz never had a plate. Well, I mean, it's possible her plate is being covered up by the lasagna pan. No, that's impossible. Okay, I stand Words corrected. I feel like it's possible, but okay, I mean, it's, it'd have to be perfectly pla- well, whatever. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but but panel three, there are no plates or goblets at all. They're no just plates gone. Or goblets. Uh, Liz's face has disappeared as well. I mean, notable. I feel like, okay, give a look. Garfield is leaping forward over John Arbuckle's head in front of Liz, the veterinarian. And he's, he's heading towards with jaws agape heading towards the pan of lasagna. And I feel like you got to cut Jim Davis a little slack there. Like Garfield's sort of in the way of Liz's face. If he drew her features in, it would get messy. I, I, I think it's fine for him to leave that blank. I don't think we should take that as Liz's face disappearing. Yeah, you know what? You're right. Let's not even mention it. I'm not a Garfield literalist, John. I, th- I don't think that we should take this. You know, do I? Th- do I think I'm not, I'm not? I'm not a Garfield literalist. I'm a Garfield prescriptivist. Yeah, I read yeah. Garfield the same way I read the Bible. So panel you know, four, it's metaphorically panel four, we have another tr- okay, wide shot of the dinner party. Uh huh. And Garfield has apparently fallen asleep in the lasagna pan. It really does look that way. 
And uh, now the mood in the room has been deflated. Everyone's pissed off. This is true. At John. Mm Mm-hmm. John is disappointed. He's crestfallen, I would say. Mm -hmm. Is he saying anything? He says, lasagna, anyone? And remind me, who plays John Arbuckle? Oh... Um, I don't we haven't decided. I was hoping I could trick episode. you. I was hoping that I could trick you into thinking of a good person. Like you know, if, if I asked it as if we uh-huh. already knew, you would maybe just say someone perfect. I feel like we're not there yet. No, no, no. We we have yet to cast any of the important characters. No, I, I disagree. I feel like we've cast most everyone. Besides, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna throw this out there, John. John Arbuckle. The principals. We haven't cast any of the principals. We cast Garfield. It's a problem that Gene Wilder? Gene Wilder is dead. It's somewhat and it's problematic. And a difficult voice to do. Yeah. I'm, I'm just going to throw this out here for John Arbuckle. And just just don't, don't dismiss it out of hand. Think about it. Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake. Oh. Okay. It could work, right? I... I, I don't see why not. I mean, our only other suggestion I think that we've been entertaining is Idris Elba, which is also a great <laughs> choice. I think I think Idris Elba is a good choice to play any character in Garfield. God, yeah. Well, except for Garfield's mother. That is made for Margot Martindale. Oh, yeah. yeah. You cannot, you cannot have anyone other than... Well... Okay, all right. So John says, lasagna anyone? Mm-hmm. And then yeah. other characters proceed to say things. Uh-huh. In order, mm-hmm. Liz says, I'll pass. Yeah. Lyman mm-hmm. says, nope. Yep. Lyman State says, I'm on a diet. Her name, I heard, John, she has a name. Her name is Jesus. She, does, she definitely doesn't have a name. <laughs> okay, what do you think her name is? Jesus. No, seriously. What oh. do you think her name is? Oh, uh, if I'm actually guessing, Monique. I think she is a Lexi. These are both great guesses. I think I think I think we should congratulate ourselves on two excellent guesses. <laughs> I think it's it's eighty to ninety percent certainty that her name is either Monique or Lexi. Yeah. Okay. It's probably Monique, but she goes by Lexi. It's possible, yeah. Margot Martindale says, I think I'll wait for dessert. Mm-hmm. Peter Boyle says, I just ate. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy with that being Peter Boyle. I, I, yeah. I still still kind of like it being Ed Asner, but but I, I, it's fair enough. It's Peter Boyle. I don't really see Could be Ed Peter Asner. Better. Be Peter honest. Boyle's fine. Yeah. And here's what doesn't make sense. Maybe Ed Asner could play Lexi. Here's what doesn't make sense outside of the casting, uh, the fantasy Garfield film. <laughs> oh, oh, and Odie, who's Odie, portrayed Odie. by Richard Dreyfuss, is sticking his tongue oh, yeah. out in disgust. He's sticking his tongue. Like, Odie, Odie is also disgusted. Yeah, which doesn't, which doesn't make, make, sense make sense. Because he's a dog. Yeah, dogs should be totally fine with this. Dogs love everything in their mouths. Yeah. Especially that. You know, that shouldn't be in a dog's mouth, but the dog wants it there. So, there you go. Hmm. Yeah, this is a. It, it's weird that Odie has a seat at the table, but Garfield doesn't. Apparently, yeah. Like think, Odie I was think... invited to dinner, but Garfield is nowhere. I think this behavior is totally to be expected because he's been ostracized from the dinner party. 
Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, fair's fair. Like, there was no place for Garfield, particularly with Odie there. That's It's just weird. It is weird that Odie has a bib, but no plate. Well, I mean, you wouldn't give a dog a plate. Sure, you'd, I mean, you can... I, you can, I guess you, you could. Give, yeah, why you would can, you not give a dog can, a plate? You can feed an animal by putting food on a plate for it, Chris. <laughs> it's true. No, that's fair enough. <laughs> as, soon as, as, an that, as soon as you said that. As soon as you said that. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, this is, uh, this is an interesting one. I yeah. like, I like, uh, seeing all the characters. Um, I like the way they're all rendered. The, the transition from happy and in, in panel three to, or panel two to sad, angry and panel four. I think that's fun. You know, flip, you can look up and down between the two panels. That's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Everything. Yeah. There's a nice. You could overlay them, and yeah, it's a great full cast. You know, just an ensemble piece. I at when first you I have a cast that, this great, John, you got to give them some chances to just shine in an ensemble. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Can I ask you a question? I'm yep. just going to run this by you. Okay. I know that we both we both our first choice for John's mother is Margot Martindale. Uh huh. If she's not available. Is Jessica Walter our number two? Oh, okay. I, I, for some reason, I was thinking Sally Field. Mm, I like Sally Field, too. No, no, that's also a good one. Oh, or I mean, the, I, I the other Jessica one Walter who I get confused with, Sally Field. Diane Weist? No, I'll, I'll get it eventually. Maybe it's just Catherine Sally O'Hara? Field. Maybe I get Sally Field. No, no. No, uh, no keep naming names, though. It's not Catherine O'Hara. <laughs> Keep naming. <laughs> just if you just name Lady Gaga. if you name all the actresses, we'll come to her eventually, and maybe I'll recognize her name, but also Gaga, possibly not. So it, it's uh, it's it's. I mean, it's Martindale. It's got to be Margot Martindale. If we can't get Mar- Margot Martindale, I don't know if I'm even involved in this picture anymore. <laughs> you, are you gonna walk? I'm gonna walk. I can't produce oh, if Mar- yeah. if Martindale's not in the picture. I'm gonna walk. Anyway. I guess we better get her. Uh, yeah. This is a... Look. You've been listening to Being Jim Davis. Look. It's a podcast about Garfield and um, sometimes Garfield fantasy casting. Uh, Garfield is the fire in which we burn, is what the tagline nice. says. You can support the program by leaving us a review or a rating, or a subscription on Apple Podcasts or the podcatcher of your choice, why not visit our website, www.beingjimdavis.com. Is that too many W's? No, I just... It seemed like that was a lot of I, W's. I did the rhythm weird. I'm think, I'm glad you noticed. <laughs> um, okay. You can do all, all kinds right. of things there. Who knows what? Who knows? Yeah, we'll never tell. We'll, we never will. Uh, you can follow it's the show on Twitter. We'll take to our grave. Yep. Or you can learn it by going to the website. Uh, follow the show on Twitter at being Jim Davis. Follow John at Inscrutable Taco. Follow my wife, Gold Blooming like One, coming out like on two Instagram. Weeks from now, I might not be on Twitter anymore. Okay, now. I told people on Monday that we never record the weeks out of sequence. And then that was a bit that we could have kept up all week, but we didn't. And I think that's fine. We can can still keep it up. I think it's fine. But just don't, you know, it's fine. fine. It's fine. It's fine. 
I think it's fine. This okay. was a good one. This was a really a good. Week. This was a really interesting Sunday. Good week. Yeah, yeah. No, it's definitely it's a good. It's a good Sunday. It's a hell of a Sunday. Hell of a Sunday. Okay. podcast was brought to you by the pitch drop podcast network like what you just heard support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop and while you're at it check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows